we thank the moderator of the General Assembly of the EP Church, Reverend Divine Bliss Agbeko, for the Christian prayer. So for Akbekakaka. We continue and have the welcome statement from the Volta Regional Chairman of the NDC, the person of Mr. Mauto Agbavito. Your Excellency, former President, George Jabani Mahama, Togbiro Mamao, colleague Rigna Chairman, comrades, Miawezolo. It is with great joy that I welcome you to the City Hall on behalf of the Council of Elders of the Volta Regional NDC, on behalf of the Parliamentary Caucus of the Virgin, on behalf of the Regional Executive Committee, on behalf of the constituency executives, and on behalf of the branch executives and our teaming supporters, I welcome you to the Volta Region, Your Excellency. I believe that it is not by accident that you decided or you've chosen Volta Region to launch your campaign. Volta remains the lifeblood of the NDC. So Volta is NDC, and NDC is... Volta is NDC, and NDC is... Choboy! Akpenami. The spirit of the party is here. The founder of the party comes from this region. We have over 20,000 branch executives, over 2,000 branches, and 18 constituencies. Your Excellency, in our preparation towards the lunch, we notice that the delegates are ready and are waiting for you. And beyond that, Volta, our contribution to the party goes without mention. We have Voltarians across the country and they remain loyal to this party. So you haven't made any wrong choice by coming to the region to launch your campaign. Your Excellency, Ghana is at the crossroads. The projects you started are left uncompleted. The sea defense is uncompleted. The day schools are un uncompleted. The various projects, the road projects, the water projects, just to mention a few, are left uncompleted. I had a conversation with a friend of mine. He's a medical practitioner. He told me that this current government is suffering from antophobia. Asampa FM 94.7. All talk, all day. Asampa FM 94.7.
FM 94.7. All talk, all day. FM 94.7. All talk, all day. Asempa FM 94.7. Alpha and Omega. Strong tower is wonderful. Oh, hallelujah. who are here with us and his elders from Sokode and Ho as well. We acknowledge the presence of all the regional women organizers of the party. Please kindly give us a wave, all the regional women's organizers. We also acknowledge the presence of all the MPs from across the country. Please kindly wave us. Most of them are seated here. Yes, you are welcome. We also have the Minority Chief Whip, Honorable Kwame Abuja, with us here. We have also acknowledged the caucus of the 16 regional chairmen of the party. They are also here. Thank you for coming. We acknowledge the presence of Madam Faustina Nelson, also with us. Madam, you are welcome. We acknowledge the presence of Mr. Kofi Tutobi Kwachi, also with us. He's seated somewhere. We also acknowledge the presence of Mr. Julius Debra, the former Chief of Staff, also with us here, seated in front. We acknowledge the presence of Professor Joshua Alabi, convener of the John Mahama campaign. He's also seated here. We also acknowledge the presence of the former Speaker of Parliament, Right Honorable Do Edward Do Ajaho, also with us here. We are so much privileged to have the better half of the former President. In the person of Her Excellency Lodina Mahama, And with a standing ovation, we highly acknowledge the presence of His Excellency John Dramani Mahama, the former President of the Republic of Ghana. So thank you very much, thank you very much, thank you very much. We continue the program in order not to waste time. 
and have a presentation by Professor Joshua Alabi on why today is a great day for the NDC and Ghana. Yes, Nufo Cho Miafo Balanyalaga, Professor Joshua Labigbo, Les Sugeta, Egbe, and Yankeke Gatohene, NDC, like Ghana to call Prof. Excellency, the former President of the Republic of Ghana, our incoming President, all other protocol observed. I join my colleague, Regional Chairman, to welcome you all to this campaign lunch. NDC is a Bay political party, and one of the unique characteristics of our party is the way we conduct our internal party democracy. It is the only party in our nation's history where a sitting president has been contested before. meeting here today is an opportunity for all of us to listen to His Excellency John Dramani Mahama at first hand as he launches our campaign as he launches your campaign as he launches the people's campaign and as he launches my campaign. We have heard a lot about his excellency. But let me re-echo who he is as I know him. I have known him for the past 50 years and have from our youthful days till now admired his gentility, intelligence, wisdom, modesty and honesty. He was loved. by many and he equally showed love to as many as he should show love to. No wonder, ladies and gentlemen, this wise man, calm, modest, and a firm gentleman rose up 
to serve this country in different capacities. From being FM 94.7, all talk. A member of parliament to deputy minister to cabinet minister, vice president, and president. His performance as the president gave him the accolade of a nation builder. President Mama is a proven nation builder whose creativity is not based on rhetoric like we hear from others, but on a sense of agency and commitment. President Mama is very clear about how to rescue, resuscitate, and rebuild Ghana from the rubble created by the Akufuado Bamia led MPP government. He is a competent builder with a strong sense of agency and direction. Having been there before, he knows how to recreate a workable Ghana that brings not just how, but value to the people. Ladies and gentlemen, looking at the current economic and social situations in our country today, it is very evident that President Mama has what it takes to strive to make Ghanaians regain their sense of pride and self-esteem. It's very interesting when we are told to go and beg others to reorganize our debt. Well, as it, at the same time, we are not prepared to reduce our expenditure. I don't think anybody can tell this to President John Dramani Mama. His Excellency John Mama is unafraid to confront the mess created by the Akufuado Babian government and is more than ever before and with collective efforts determined to take over the reins of power and reverse the trend, rebuild and restore Ghana to pride and self-esteem. stand with him and we are committed to be with him when he takes our power come 2025 for the past for the past six years Asampa FM 94.7. All talk, all day. Asampa FM 94.7.
Asampa FM 94.7. All talk, all day. Asampa FM 94.7. All talk, all day. All talk, Simba FM, ninety-four point seven. He is the lion of the tribe Judah. President Mama has supervised defense ministers, interior ministers, trade ministers, and finance ministers. as a party and as a country to have such a person in the NDC today. An affable, good listener, and a unifier. And we are blessed again in our party to have such a person as our candidate, your candidate, my candidate, and the people's candidate. Ladies and gentlemen, President Mama's campaign team assures all of us, our competitors, the whole nation, of a very disciplined campaign. A campaign that will not throw away love and friendship. A campaign that will ensure that every NDC member gets involved when we have won and the need to wrestle power from this unperforming government. So, after May 13, we shall all be involved in the campaign work of His Excellency President Yomama. Ladies and gentlemen, in a short while, you'll be listening, listening to a leader who is not only visionary, who is not only an experienced leader, who is not only a proactive leader, but a nation builder who is also very modest 
affable, good listener, and a unifier. Ladies and gentlemen, he is my candidate. He is your candidate. He is our candidate. And he is the people's candidate. He is His Excellency John Dramani Mahama. I thank all of you. God bless you. I'm going to be a subject to Katsaye here and then John Dramani Mahama Natural Bovar. Edma, John Dramani Mahama, and I'm a day to do one of the experiments. If you have a Jo mama Asampa FM ninety four point seven. All talk. All day. Asempa FM 94.7. Anytime I feel lonely, feeling sad, only one station makes me happy. When I wake up in the morning, only this station makes my this is line Cecilia Minou Kassan Cecilia. Pat be a mito three months ago, forty five. Cecilia Minou Kassan, a year twelve thousand. Tony and what our neighbor G. Only be fair, fair, Bassa. One of the local way. Sukuana get free education will be a Nami P. You are a boy. Sukuana, you are a year, Sabo. The Biane, I am a super tortoise. You are one tortoise, two tortoise, three tortoise. Um, 
Thank you very much for your attention and thank you for listening to the former speakers who are here. We continue now and have an endorsement statement by the Dean of the Regional Chairman Kokos. Awesome. Honorable FM Japan All time. For today's program, we have heard what the MC had said. I have to come, I have to do it's just a simple thing. It looks simple, but I want all of us together to join me to do what they want me to do. And if I have to do that, I have to convince you why I want you to join me do what I'm supposed to do. And I'm very clear that it's your brother, your former regional chairman, Honorable John Kwejo Japo, who is talking to you. And you know he's a game changer. I've been here on three occasions to do what I'm doing today. I am very happy my brother, the former speaker, Joe Honorable, His Excellency Joe Ajaho is here. He knows what I'm talking about. And I'm so happy again that I've heard my brother Tutubi Kwachi is here. He also knows what I'm talking about. 
apart from all the things that we're talking about, everybody knows about that. Government, everybody knows that it is our brother, His Excellency John Dramani Mahama, who should be the flag bearer. My problem is the percentage. In 2016, I promised them he was not going to get anything less than 95 point something percent. And we started it in voter region, we gave it to him. There was no fail at all. Everybody will want to go for John. Everybody is calling him. It's not about NDC. It's about the whole country. But I have a problem, like I said. I don't want those guys who are coming to have even 2% of the total votes there. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what the old man himself, having looked at the physical experiences and having spoken about the economy and everything, what is the spirit saying? In NDC, God has given us a line to follow. If you have never been an MP before, you can't be a president for NDC. <laughs> want to be an MP and you want to be the president of Ghana and the National Democratic Congress your constituency should give you the green light first then your region will give you then after that you have been endorsed I'm just looking at the people who are contesting Honorable John Damani Mahama after he lost his country we lost our elections and he's been here from 2016 up to today Spend all his money, all his time, and his energy. At times, I pity him. Which funeral won't he attend? Today, he's in Ho. Tomorrow, he's in uh, Sabuba. The third day, he's in Oti. People are just sitting down waiting to pack money. <laughs> to come and tell me that I am a youth. You haven't even ever won. Me and you have never won a Shanti Mambon. So we are not qualified to be president of this house. Afro Shanti is a no-go area. So you see, I will advise him to go leave. What is the national chairman? Kindly leave that seat for NS Kwabena Kodria to go and fight for the Ashanti Mampon seat. And forget up. He's not qualified to come up now. Yeah. The next person is also a brother from Kumau. Oh, Dr. Dufo. Have you won your seat before? Charity begins at home. Have you won it before? 
Who should do the monkey job for you to become a president of this country? And he's also my brother. I am an Ashanti, you know, Dufour. He's from Kuma, Kumau. You have never won it. Never have you won the regional chairman. So you see, the campaign, after I finish with them, the campaign is finished. <laughs> you don't waste your time. And let's come to Kwajo Bonsu, Jose Bonsu. Ah, he is from Offenso. I'm wondering why the Ashantis are so eager to become president when they are not doing their homework well. But it's a good brand, you know. The three of them can win the three seats for us. Charity begins at home. Go there and win the seat for us before we can think about you. But if you don't do it and you are showing your face, I mean, you are just giving us troubles. Ladies and gentlemen, NDC respects hard work. We respect commitment. We also respect loyalty and honesty. It's not a business as usual. All these three people I've mentioned are from my own region. And they have all never thought about how to win Ashanti. We haven't. So let them go and win the seats for us. Additional three seats. The next time, maybe in some years to come. We are not saying Ashanti cannot be a, a, a president of NDC. You will. You can. I will work hard. You can. And this is an Ashanti man in the voter region, you know, leading the whole regional chairman. So you also can be someone. You can be a president. But what we are saying is that charity begins at home. When you go to MPP, here the Akoto is contesting. He contested as an MP. People contested the elections. The one they are seized before, you know, fighting for presidency. You want to just come and jump the gun. Please kindly join the queue. Win your constituency and win your region. Then we can allow you to go. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, that is what God is telling you. Don't waste your time. My problem is that let's get over 98% of the votes for His Excellency, our flag bearer. How for the flag bearer he is. My problem is the percentage, you know, because MPP will use that campaign. Oh, even how did he get it? He got 94%, 95% in the other time. Today, how much did he get? And that is my problem. We have to break 94.7. All talk. For me, when we get to the bridge, we'll cross. So for today, we are going to, you know, endorse our president. He will be the flag bearer. When is the flag bearer? We'll meet again and talk about break the eight. It's a very nice thing God has told me. After the break of eight, they, uh, they can break eight in Nigeria. But in Ghana, they can never break eight. I can assure you. Hey, Yezu. Hey, Yezu. Uh, you know where I'm going to. So on behalf of all the regional chairmen on their own capacity as regional chairmen, they support John Dramani Mahama. My brother, your name? Mention, mention. Brothers, Upper West region, on his own accord and in his own capacity. This is not the time for us to talk about this. I have been in the system from 1992. I know the nitty of it. I cannot hide my head. I cannot be taken to be a pretender. I, John Kwejo Japan, and as a regional chairman of OT and the dean of chairman, and for all my people, 
support and endorse our brother, His Excellency, the Frogbearer, the incoming president, John Dramani Mahama. Ladies and gentlemen, Your Excellency, Nana Kujutuku from the Western Region. The best come from the West, and we are still the best. And we endorse you as a flag bearer of this party. And incoming president, Your Excellency, the Western Region is behind you. Thank you. The host. I am Mauto Akbavito. I endorse the candidature of His Excellency J.D. Mahama. Thank you very much. My name is Ibrahim Tanku Abdurauf, the chairman for Northeast. Uh, we have no money to support you. The only promise we are promising you today is that Northeast will give you 100%. Savannah Regional Chairman, the region for the incoming president, John Draymond Mahama, we are standing to give him 99% full in in camera present to get a hundred for victory come 2025. Thank you. I, I like you, Bonaba. Upper is chairman. We want to give your excellency, John Ramani Mahama, upper is hundred percent. Everybody can get to work. Ezu, Ezu, Abdul Nasir Sani, Upper West Regional Chairman. I'm standing here on behalf of the good people of Upper West. When I was to come, I consulted all the constituencies that I'm coming to the launch of His Excellency John Draman and Mama. So in case I'm here and I've been asked, that what did I bring from Upper what will I say? All the constituencies, I met with all the constituencies as I speak to you now, all the council of elders in the constituencies, everybody who matters in the region, that I should say I'm in support of John Draman and Mama. He's going to get 99.9% in Upper West. Ezu! <laughs> I'm Professor Kofi Siedu, Central Regional Chairman. For Central Region, we don't know any person than our own father, John Dramani Mahama. So I stand on behalf of the region and declare 99.9% for John Dramani Mahama. Thank you. I'm Captain John Kwame Jabari, the regional vice chairman for Ashanti region. My chairman is currently not in the country. Your Excellency, um, last week there was an endorsement from the women's wing. I want to tell you that the woman told me to come and tell you today that that endorsement was fake. And they are all behind you. Ashanti region, as the dean said, it seems all, the, all, the, all your opponents are from Ashanti region. And we want to ensure, tell you that we are giving you 101% 
of the votes in Ashanti region. You can go and sleep. My name is Mohammed Abdul Salam, the Northern Regional Secretary, representing the Northern Regional Chairman. He is unable to be here because today marks the one-year anniversary of his mother. So he's performing the mother's one-year funeral. He says, I should convey to His Excellency that he has the blessings of all the 18 constituencies in the Northern region. And we see your re-election as president of this country as a project for Northern region. Excellency John Ramani Mahama is for Northern region and Northern region is for Excellency John Ramani Mahama. That is the assurance. Uh, we thank you very much, and we have heard from the horses who map. Thank you. Thank you. So we thank the regional chairman very much. Regional chairman, thank you very much. So thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. All day. We continue and have another endorsement statement by Honorable Agnes Na Momo Lomote, MP for Crow in the Greater Accra region. Shall we welcome her? Your Excellency John Dramani Mahama, permit me to stand on the protocols earlier established. On this auspicious occasion, auspicious day as we prepare to welcome the second coming of a great leader of our time i am highly honored and humbled to respectfully present the hope for the ndc and ghana his excellency john dramani mahama has always demonstrated great humility and deep love for people known for his political tolerance and people-centered policies, he has a deep understanding of the economic structure of the country and has proffered wide-ranging and practical solutions for the challenges confronting the country. 
In building the NDC and the Ghana we want, I proudly endorse the man who has governed wisely, advocating and achieving a high level of women's participation in leadership and governance, and enhancing economic growth. Mr. Mama has a good appreciation of the latest technological trends and digitalization. The people of Ghana know his capabilities and prefer him to any other. He is a game changer on a rescue mission. He is a visionary, a selfless leader with a proven track record, a problem solver. His Excellency John Dramani Mahama is ready to deliver a better and a changed Ghana. Why should we go looking for something new if we already have something that works? He is passionate about Ghana's development and puts Ghana first. He is competent and reliable, a man for the season, the voice of reason. He will reignite the flame with renewed vision and strength. His Excellency John Dramani Mahama is the NDC and Ghana's hope today. He is the politician you know and believe in. Let's choose experience, not experiment. He's an ex-president. He's been there before. He will hit the ground running. Let's choose His Excellency John Dramani Mahama for the NDC and for Ghana. Ghana deserves better. I choose him for his experience and competence. I have confidence in his ability to fix broken situations. He is the voice of the voiceless. Someone must speak for the many jobless youth the pensioners, the bankers, and the many hungry Ghanaians. He is a voice you can trust. He's always a step ahead of the rest, a cut above the best. The latter glory shall be greater than the former, says the word of God, and so shall it be. of JM is coming again. I am happy. I am happy that JM today, tomorrow, is the hope of NDC and Ghana. I am happy to endorse the candidature of the man John Dramani Mahama to lead the NDC and be the president of Ghana come 2024. All hail His Excellency John Dramani Mahama. Thank you. saying that the proper good that no market itself. It is those who know the wealth of the good who will bear eloquent testimony.
that like sort awesome. if it is in the You don't need anybody to tell you of his status. I've heard in the media that people are expressing interest. Um, but that is what democracy is all about. It's about competition for power. But as far as the rank and file of uh, the NDC is concerned, I don't think that there's anybody now who can beat His Excellency John Ramani Mahama. I'll say yes a million times that he should be president of the Republic of Ghana again. He's a man that delivers on his word. He's a man for the people. He's a man that listens and ensures that what is best for our nation is done. President Mahama exhibited extreme tolerance. What his predecessor hasn't been able to do. The other thing he did was consultation. President Mahama never believed that he alone had the knowledge and could resolve all the problems. I think that as a mark of a goal, and that distinguishes him from what we are witnessing now. When sometimes it's part of human nature, you are there and you are doing a lot of good things, people take it for granted. President Mahama left a positive, indelible mark in the sense of time in this country. That's why today, Ghanaians are looking at President Mama with so much nostalgia. And I've always said that, you see, you don't realize the importance of your buttocks until there's a well on it. I'll be flabbergasted if anybody within NDC even want to contest President Mahama. President Mahama, for me, is outstanding. And I don't think that there is any need for anybody within NDC to contest him. Of course, we are in the democratic institution. But the fact that we practice democracy doesn't mean that we must just allow anything to happen. As long as the sun rises and sets, there is hope. John Dramani Mahama is our hope for a better tomorrow. John Mahama to deliver a better Ghana, a familiar Ghana. Why go in search for something new if you already have something that works? John Mahama is the NDC. Ghana's only hope today. Choose experience and not experiment. John Mahama, the politician you already trust and believe in. John Mahama, competent, reliable, and
program, I invite a spokesperson for the John Mahama campaign team, the person of Honorable Joyce Bawa Mukhtari, to introduce to us a very special person among us. Good morning, distinguished invited guests. May I stand on existing protocols and thank you very much for this great opportunity. Excellency John Ramani Mahama, Your Excellency Mrs. Lodina Mahama, our dear friends in the NDC and the good people of Ghana, Ghana's 2024 elections will be no ordinary election. It will be set in one of the most difficult periods in our country's history, with citizens facing unimaginable challenges, the likes of which have never been experienced before. Over the last six years, Ghanaians have witnessed unprecedented economic hardship owing to the collapse of companies such as banks and many other businesses across the country. We are experiencing hyperinflation. We also have a general hardship in terms of cost of living, amongst other things. Experts have told us that it will take at least 15 years to resolve. We do need an experienced hand. We need a proactive, unseasoned individual. We need a visionary and action-oriented gentleman. We need one who can turn things around very, very quickly. We also need someone who can relate and associate with the everyday Ghanaian. That leader, my brothers and sisters, is a gentleman, His Excellency John Dramani Mahama. In John Dramani Mahama, we have experience, we have an experienced statesman, one who has been tried, tested, and proven. He is affectionately known as a nation builder for his unparalleled construction of schools, hospitals, roads, markets, and other social infrastructural works during his time as president. His humility, coupled with his dogged determination to succeed when faced with challenges, the qualities that we're looking for, an individual who loves Ghana passionately and loves each and every one of us. We risk losing our livelihoods if we do not elect a leader who can manage better and build back this economy. We have lost all our livelihoods, lost all our jobs due to the reckless mismanagement and misapplication of our funds. This is not a time for ma tribal or ma kwe or try me and see. This is especially a time for a man who has experienced this life before. He will take us to the Ghana we all dream about. He is a leader who is recognized for his contributions to Ghana and the African continent as a whole. He has received many accolades and numerous recognitions across the globe, especially for his defense and advocacy for democratic consolidation. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, 
it is my singular honor, privilege, and in all humility, may I present to you all the next leader of the National Democratic Congress, and is in the person of the distinguished gentleman, John Dramani Mahama. Thank you very much. Kindly resume your seats. Thank you. Thank you very much. Our hardworking branch and constituency executives, our party members and supporters, Members of our awesome. Council FM of Elders, National talk, Executives present here, members of the Professional Forum, my colleague ex-appointees of the NDC, our media friends, invited guests, my wife, Lodina. And my son, Sharaf, who has accompanied me here. <laughs> Invited guests, my brothers and sisters. I want to thank you sincerely for answering my invitation to attend this campaign launch. I'm delighted by this opportunity to engage with you and the good people of Ghana once again. I'm greatly humbled to be addressing all of you who are present here, but also the millions glued to your televisions and radio sets and those who are tuning in via the internet in Ghana and actually across the whole world. I want to thank you for sharing your morning with me. I don't take this for granted. Thank you very much. Akpe kakakakaka. As I drove onto the campus of the University of Health and Allied Sciences, popularly known as UHAS, which was built during the tenure of our great party, I could not help but feel a sense of fulfillment that the dream and vision of our late president, Professor John Ivansata Mills, has been actualized in a very beautiful way. The Volta region retains a towering significance in the history of our great party, the NDC. Our founder and former president, Flight Lieutenant Jerry John Rawlings of blessed memory, whose courage and vision inspired the formation of the NDC, hailed from this very region. 
other stalwarts, dead and living, like Security Chief Captain Kojoshi Kata, Literature Icon and former Chairman of the Council of State, Professor Nidevu Awuno, former Speaker of Parliament, Right Honorable Edward Dua Jaho, Ambassador Dana Bodakpi, and my dear former Transport Minister, the late Jifa Ativo, and many others, too numerous to mention, are all natives of this region and have toiled tirelessly to build our great party, the NDC, and our beloved nation, Ghana. It is therefore no coincidence that we are holding this launch here in the Volta region as a tribute to the many illustrious sons and daughters of this region who have toiled tirelessly for our great party. And at this moment, I'll ask that we observe a moment of silence for all the faithful departed who are not with us here today, but who worked to bring our party to where it is. One moment of silence, please. Asampa FM 94.7. All talk. May their gentle souls rest in perfect peace. Amen. called Bessie Bish Shelley, who in 1817 wrote a famous poem titled Ozymandias. I'm sure several of you would have read this poem. This poem was a cautionary tale about the ruler who was so full of pomp, arrogance, and a deluded sense of self-importance. One is struck by the poet's description of the clueless ruler as he goes on to boast. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty and despair. Unquote. Tragically, according to the poem, when one looked around to see these so-called works, one saw nothing but sand and decay. The poem mirrors our present national circumstances in a very uncanny way. Fellow countrymen and women, my brothers and sisters, I wish to thank Professor Joshua Labi, the convener of the John Mahama Campaign Committee, and a former Vice Chancellor of the University of Professional Studies, Accra, and who was my co-aspirant in the 2019 presidential primaries. <laughs> For picking my nomination forms last week, and I'll tell you a little joke at this point. When the uh, primaries were over the last time, and I had got 95.3% of the vote, I got a call from Professor Alabi congratulating me. And he said in Hausa, we grew up in Tamale together, so he speaks Hausa. He said, oh, this little play we're playing, look how you have disgraced us. <laughs> In Hausa is Wasanda Muna Inga, the Casa Mukunya. I want to thank him profusely for picking up my nomination forms last week. I also wish to thank the hundreds of party supporters who accompanied Professor Alabi to perform that task on my behalf. By that action, I have officially joined the race to contest for the flag bearer slot of the National Democratic Congress. For the 2024 elections, which I consider to be the most important and defining poll of our time, I'm not taking this step lightly. It has been the product of months of prayer 
broad consultation and sober reflection. I've searched my soul and placed close attention to your voices, to your daily struggles, and to our present national predicament. At this stage, Ghana demands experience, not experiments. Ghana demands togetherness and not divisiveness. Asampa, now FM is the time for all talk and clarity of all purpose. day. Six years ago, despite our best efforts, the people of Ghana decided to entrust the management and administration of this country into the hands of the NPP. They did so in the hope that the many mouth-watering promises that were made to them would translate into meaningful action that will mark an improvement in their living conditions and the well, general well-being of our country. My brothers and sisters, six years on, those hopes have been dashed. Instead of the prosperity and progress that was promised, the last six years have been perhaps the most difficult and challenging period of our history as a country. This government has been clueless and in many ways callous. The unthinkable has happened and our country today is broken on all fronts. Ghana is bankrupt. We are saddled with debts we simply cannot pay. And we have suffered the global humiliation of defaulting on our debts and being downgraded by all credit rating agencies to the lowest level ever seen in our history. Our economy is in the worst ever shape, with suffering and pain on an unprecedented level. Hyperinflation and ever-increasing price of basic items, including food products, have all combined to inflict unbearable pain on millions of Ghanaian households. Parents are being forced to make the choice between seeking prompt health care for their sick children or providing meals with their meager resources for their families. Our middle class stands the real risk of being wiped out on the back of an obnoxious debt restructuring program. The poor who depend on employment and sustenance are on their own and uncertain of their fate in the future. Our aged pensioners and the elderly have not been spared either. In the past few weeks, they have been compelled to stage public manifestations outside the Ministry of Finance in defense of their livelihoods, even in this elderly state. Who would have thought that Ghana will come to a juncture like this, where a government would mete out such shabby treatment to our senior citizens, whose only crime is that they put their life savings in what is considered the safest financial instrument in the world, government bonds. We are this most depressing place in our history where our economy has been destroyed because of the systematic mismanagement, misguided and clueless policy choices and the incompetence of President Nana Akufuado and his Vice President Mahmoudou Baumia. While our people struggle to keep their heads above water, government officials continue to exhibit high levels of greed, corruption, arrogance of power, dishonesty, blatant state capture, 
and conflict of interest. Unsurprisingly, no one in this MPP government wants to take responsibility for anything, including their flag bearer hopefuls, most of whom were part of the economic management team, the team that was called the solid team. Today, everybody is running from taking responsibility. They continue to lay blame for their disastrous economic management on external factors whose relationship with our present sorry circumstances are at most tenuous. We all know that this economic collapse has been years in the making, just as we know it was entirely avoidable. Amid all the suffering, government remains obstinate and refuses to back down from the costly missteps that led us here in the first place. They continue to waste the precious little we have on dodgy and misguided projects and programs and on a bloated government. As they tighten the news on the helpless citizens by piling on more taxes and expropriating our money through measures like the domestic debt exchange, government offers no semblance of genuine sacrifice on its part. The national decay of the last six years has not been limited to the economy. It extends to all aspects of our lives. Our hitherto trusted state institutions today stand as pale shadows of themselves, undermined and politicized to the extent that they consider themselves as an extension of the governing new patriotic party. The youth of our country, the young people, male and female, see no future in the country of their birth. They see no silver lining at the edge of the clouds, which often appears only dark and gloomy, with no ray of sunshine seeping through. And who's to blame them when after years of struggling to earn an education, they are condemned to unemployment and acute lack of opportunities in their own country? If not remedied, through our agenda to build the Ghana we want together from 2025, some of our young graduates and postgraduate degree holders may hit the pension age and never find employment in their entire lives except for national service. It should worry us deeply that the average young Ghanaian would grasp any opportunity to flee the despondent climate under which we currently live in favor of even the most menial jobs in other countries. We've always had a tradition of our people going out in search of greener pastures abroad. But the current mass exodus of active workers and professionals is profoundly worrying. The loss of all hope that anything good can come out of this country or that any available opportunities will be equitably shared amongst our people is what accounts for this. For some sections of our population, the unraveling of our national fabric and the collapse of our economy under this government form sufficient basis to dismiss all public office holders and politicians, both in government and out of government, as being the same. Some have lost all hope in the democratic process and believe that democracy is no better than other forms of governance. FM 94.7. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the predictable effects of the betrayal of the people's trust 
by the president, his vice president, and his crop of leading officials. I wish I could say this in a more pleasant way, but you are the better judges of our current reality. Our present state and its effect on our people trouble me a lot. And this is why, as you have observed, at every significant wrong turn or decision taken by this government, I have, with the benefit of experience I have acquired, provided alternative solutions and even offered the expertise and knowledge of some of my party colleagues to help get us out of these challenges. And this is because there is an increasing gap right now between the Ghanaian society and the, Ghana, the Ghanaian political system. And it is one of these reasons why a change has become absolutely necessary at this particular time. Of course, 94.7. I know how to deliver that badly needed change. Because over the last four to five years, I've continued to study our problems. I've continued to listen to each and every one of you and to a variety of scholars and experts. And I can say with full confidence that I've learned a lot during the period I'm, I, I'm speaking about and I'm ready and able to be the kind of president that Ghanaians are looking for. In our present situation, it is no longer sufficient to sit on the sidelines and offer suggestions which are most often ignored. I'm therefore coming before you in all humility and in response to the calls from my party and the generality of the people of Ghana to offer myself to serve this country and its people that I love so dearly by first putting myself up for election in the oncoming NDC presidential primaries. There are many who say my words just before I left office in 2016, that posterity will be the judge, have proven prophetic. In the face of the abysmal performance of the MPP government, and their harrowing dismantling of our country's prospects. But my brothers and sisters, I'm not the kind of leader who derives pleasure from or who can smile at my country's failings, even the failings of my political opponents. As noted by Otto von Bismarck, a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. As far as I'm concerned, there's no vindication to be derived from the suffering of the Ghanaian people myself for public office at this time because I appreciate the enormity of the task ahead owing to the level of damage that has been done to our country by this government. And I also know that such a mountainous task requires a steady, unifying and experienced hand to build the Ghana we want together. And as I said, this is no time for experimentation. Ghana at this time does not need a try-me-too leader. Our 
country at this time urgently needs a leader with an unwavering desire to get things done in a no-frills, no-thrills, business-like manner. Not one enamored with sloganeering, excessive partisanship, personal comfort, and shallow populism. Ghana's next leader should exercise sound judgment and be able to make the right calls at the right time. A leader who accepts responsibility and works to fix the problem and not one who shifts blame onto others. The leader should be one whose heart is filled with compassion for the people and who has the humility to connect with and understand the needs of the people he serves. Our country requires a visionary leader who will build a prosperous and progressive Ghana for all Ghanaians and not just a few family and friends. We in the NDC will not run a government of slogans. Instead, we will run a government of action. As a leader, you should be held accountable for your promises to the people. Your word should always be your bond. Ghana's next leader should exercise sound judgment and be able to make the right calls, as I said, at the right time. Such a leader must continue and, for emphasis, have the humility and presence of mind to take responsibility. And as I said, in this government, nobody wants to take responsibility for anything that goes wrong. Our next leader should be a leader whose heart is filled with compassion, as I said, for the people who he has the humility to connect with and understand. He should not be a leader who views the public purse as a family japadier, or in English, heirloom, or even the mandate given to him by Ghanaians to govern, he must not view it as a manifestation of his birthright. A leader who has his sights on leaving a legacy for posterity, that is what we need today. And with all the humility I can master, I believe that I possess these qualities. That I possess these qualities and that I'm uniquely placed, having sat back the past few years to take stock of our country's trajectory. I'm aware of the extent of work that awaits the next government. There's so much to fix. There's so much to repair. And there's so much to heal. But I'm set and ready. Very ready. I am set and ready very ready to build the Ghana we want together with you. Our mission as the NDC is to get out of the current nightmare and to get out of it together, reaching to one another 
listening to one another and providing hope for all Ghanaians. Working with a pool of experienced, talented and passionate men and women and with many others from, the, from non-political backgrounds, including the private sector and civil society who simply want the best for Ghana and who desire to transform our country and its people, it can and will be done. The first order of business will be to reset our country to its default settings, as envisioned by the founders of the Fourth Republic. A nation of peace and prosperity built on the principle of integrity, justice, and equity, respect for human rights and personal freedoms. A leadership of modesty and humility that forges consensus and carries the people along in the implementation of its policies and programs. At the top of our priorities as the new government in 2025, God willing, inshallah, At the top of those priorities will be to restore stability and inclusive growth to our economy. This way we'll, we'll, we'll do this by bringing the various indicators under control to relieve Ghanaians of their suffering. We will strictly enforce prudence and responsibility in the management of public finances by cutting out waste and ostentation which have become a common brand under this administration. Together, we will build the Ghana we want. We shall restore faith in our almost collapsed financial system and embark on sweeping reforms at the Bank of Ghana. We shall actively pursue policies to ensure robust local participation in our banking financial telecommunications, mining, agriculture, agribusiness, and manufacturing sectors. And all this will be anchored on our plan to grow the economy and, and create sustainable employment for our young people. We will make investments in productive sectors of the economy like agriculture, industry, technology, digitalization, and tourism to spare growth and generate jobs for the teeming youth who continue to lose hope in our country day by day. My brothers and sisters, my comrades, with a limited fiscal space we are likely to inherit, because of the mismanagement of the economy under the NPP, a new NDC government will give priority to continuing and completing abandoned and ongoing projects rather than rushing to commence new ones. We shall not rush to commence new projects will take an inventory of all the abandoned and uncompleted projects in this country and we will focus on completing them. We shall assemble and operate the leanest but most efficient government under the history of our Fourth Republic. 
will reduce significantly the size of government. And as announced in my speech at the UPSA late last year, in a crisis situation like this, it is my belief that this country can be governed of, uh, efficiently with 60 ministers and deputy ministers. We will initiate and undertake the most far-reaching constitutional, political and governance reforms under the Fourth Republic, which will be aimed at restoring confidence in our democracy and governance systems while making life easier and better for the people of Ghana. In response to the concerns and calls from many of you, we will initiate and undertake the most far-reaching constitutional, political and governance reforms that will restore confidence in our democracy. We will continue and bring to con conclusion the constitutional review process that was begun by the late President Atamils, which will include a review of the controversial Article 71 to reduce the number of office holders under Article 71 and reduce the disparities in privileges and monuments vis-à-vis -vis the public sector and civil service. of ex-gratia to members of the executive under Article 71 will be scrapped. And the necessary constitutional steps to abolish that payment will start in earnest in 2025. We will also begin the process of persuading the other arms of government other than the executive to accept the removal of these ex-gratia payments. Issues pertaining to the ex excessive powers of the president, proper separation of powers, strengthening of parliament, restoring the independence of the judiciary, independent and quasi-independent state institutions, and depoliticizing them will take center stage of the new administration. With renewed vigor, we will work to restore confidence in all institutions of states so that our people will see their institutions working for them as they should with utmost professionalism and non-interference from political actors. We must, for instance, end the chaos that now characterizes the computerized school selection and placement system for BEC graduates. As a first step to resolve this issue with the computerized placement, we should allow students to only complete their applications for SHS after they have received their BEC results. This will put them in a better position to know what their actual grades are and make them able to match them with the cut-off grades and raw scores of the senior high schools they wish to be admitted to. This will moderate expectation, ensure effective demand based on real results and address the uninformed demands we currently see. It will also root out corruption and blatant discrimination from the school placement process. Fellow countrymen and women, the time has come for Ghanaians 
to receive proper accountability from those they elect to political office. This accountability can only be achieved by a new party coming into government in 2025. I promise Ghanaians that we shall investigate how public funds have been expended. And this includes the COVID-19 audits and the findings. It includes the COVID-19 audits and the findings from the Auditor General's report over the years. We must clean the organ stables and rid them of the filth and corruption. The anti-corruption institutions will be given unfettered access to do their work. The days of the infamous clearing agent will be well and truly over. To ensure efficiency and professionalism in this endeavor, institutions of states will be empowered to work independently without interference. State-owned enterprises will not be a gravy train for political apparatchiki. We shall reintroduce the hallmark of my previous administration, and that is tolerance for criticism and the creation of a conducive atmosphere for the media to do its work without the fear of threat, harassment, and possible assassination. My brothers and sisters, I've heard many of my colleagues and colleagues say that our next NDC government must also exact its pound of flesh. My fellow party cadres, my brothers and sisters, I dare say that there's no use fighting for political power if it is only to come and repeat the same mistakes that the MPP has made. We must therefore engage our grassroots to work together with us to build the Ghana we want. To be able to achieve all the above, we must see different personalities and backgrounds only. We must not see NDC and MPP. We must not see Ghana or Ewe or Akan or Dagomba. We must not see different religions, Muslim and Christian and traditional religions. We must look to ourselves and we must see Ghanaians as one people united with one destiny. You and I, hand in hand and working together in building the Ghana we want, it will take grit, it will take determination, but we have what we have not had before, the benefit of hindsight and reflection from afar and the benefit of experience to improve upon our successes and avoid our previous mistakes. As we roll out my campaign for the flag bearer slot of the NDC, and subsequently during the national campaign, I'll engage as many of you in the public as possible and interface with various interest groups to tap into your views on how to fashion the Ghana we want. As observed by Aldox Huxley, 
Experience is not what happens to you. It is what you do with what happens to you. In the coming days, as we go around, we'll be having conversations about our country. But more important, we must put into action the plans that we would conceive together. It will not be easy. It will take determination. It will take grit. It will take tears. It will take sacrifice. I promise you that I'll share that pain and sacrifice with you. And above all, I promise you hard work. I wish to assure you, my fellow Akatamansonians, that I've heard your concerns on how we can further strengthen our party. I'll certainly make you proud by addressing those logistical needs as we work to position the party to be more responsive to your needs. We shall build the most formidable awesome. political FM party and every Ghanaian will be happy and proud to associate with the NDC. Remember that in the history of the Fourth Republic, it is the NDC that has provided the most roads, water, electricity, educational, health, telecommunications infrastructure across the length and breadth of this country. It was the NDC that took the decision that every region of Ghana must have a public university. And that is why today we have University of Health and Allied Sciences here. It was the NDC that considered it prudent to build an airport in the Volta region. And on 6th March this year, all those planes are coming to land at the airport and bring the people to come and celebrate St. March. They would have to come by road if that airport had not been built. Ladies and gentlemen, too much has happened to us as a people, but we have a duty to ourselves to learn from history and chart a path accordingly. And I'm giving you a quote from uh, President Ronald Reagan. He says, the greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does great things. He is the one that gets the people he leads to do the greatest things. And I subscribe to what he said. The next government of NDC would not be about me. It would not be about forming a cadre of family and friends to enrich themselves at the expense of about our people. The next government of the NDC will be about you. In all humility and with a rekindled spirit, renewed energy, sharpened vision to help save our dear country, Ghana, I formally announce to you my candidacy for the presidential primaries. I formally announce to you my candidacy for the presidential primaries of the National Democratic Congress.
you, thank you, pardon me. Thank you, thank you, pardon me. And I'm proud and honored that our NDC family, young and old men and women from all over the country, are standing firmly behind me. When a commander leads his army into war, he wants to look back and see that there are soldiers, men and women, standing strongly behind him. I feel humbled by your love, and I hope you all know that I love you too. I must also thank the diverse group of individuals who continue to volunteer, donate towards my campaign. Some of you students, professional traders, Okada riders, among others, concerned drivers, voluntarily set up platforms to mobilize funds to support my campaign. I want to thank you very much for that effort. My brothers and sisters, I am John Dramani Mahama. Your proven servant leader. And I ask you to bless me massively with your trust and your votes on May 13th and subsequently on 7th December 2024. And I pledge to you that I will return your generosity and your blessings with the hard work in the presidency of Ghana. Ghana needs experience and not experiments. Ghana needs a leader who will hit the ground running on 7th January 2025. Ghana needs a leader who will not be given an orientation and excursion through the Flagstaff House because he knows there already. Ghana used to be the shining light on the continent of Africa and I'm of the strongest conviction that we can attain those heights again. I believe it and we will lead by example. And as I conclude, I wish to thank my wife, Lordina. <laughs> who has been my dependable partner on my whole political journey. And I wish to thank all of you, and may God bless the NDC, may God bless the Republic of Ghana, and may God bless us all. Thank you very much. Asampa FM 94.7. All talk, all day. Okay, but yeah, for former President John Dramani Mahama, Alanche, a year, Nikam Pace, a year, NDC for Yanisha, no Montuaba, Emano, Nafi, Omedi, NDC party, Nenim, Nanya Maya Dumois, 7th December 2024, Yakotuaba. Uh, Omunyino, Nafi, Ghana, Fonso, Sia Pena, Yentuaba, and Famano. 
Inti anona uti nene brofo ten 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 no. Uh, Adom ni usu breni dura Ombe chile mwuchi edi ya mamo Sese adi ya meko edusa Heba senta suye ye Simen num pepe 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 pe. Na fi akofa Adom kasebo Minia ebrene te inti Quick one Yo fansi shaso Yo yadase mm. Mame edusa ne papa edusa Den chiasun kumo ubibia uti ye Ene anopei Na no ubisase wapu muti sen Jidise ubia nyami adom Adye chinye wati uti ase Na jese mweje di umefu senta Kwa mada buduma na obo adye na aye Se wapu mudo do Enye mwenko ye eh, Uyo ubia usisi yare Sisi yare na abe tra waso Ene etete wo Uyo ubia koko edi unya Uyo ubia Debia na uhuna mwina ya uya Uyo ubia malaria metre a 3D yare Anase uhuna mbebine duduwa Mesreo Mami ya dusane papa dusane Yami adumu Wadi adumu sunkwa adumu mwa Oma ye druba kwa ye freno Edusa heba mescha Ene edusa heba capsules Se edruwe ebe buwa Ama uwe sisi yare uwe unipeduyemu Anase sisi yare ya teti uwe Ebe tu sisi yare nasi ya mawu Ubi uwa usisi mwe shesheo Isu tu Ubi uwa usisi mwe ya uya Mesreo se sisi yare na abetra so what transit check what juma we what transit check and answer juma we are to sorry yeah not so sissing kwan a yeah we are myself and pedu bias a dry friend a do sahe bar mister any a do sahe bar capsules way a sissy area do some kwan mom and a papa a yeah the bad boy nipa desenibia and watch you a sign a sakoko yari myself and ranty and a maba wano Koko yare ya dia edie nya esan ye dia ni ya edie. Nesu mranti ene maba wan o yari koko no okan o fere. Mesaw e eh, yare Men fere o yare ya hon. Anye sa koko ebe tetew. Ama wun fia e sese udi wasase sonon. Wun timini ni nina emen. Koko e dro ye fene edusan heba meshani edusan heba kapsa sonon. Enye koko e dro a eka. Mesaw onomwa enfawoyem. Emma sabi wu nyawo nai bahat bahat. Elinti obi o ha. Obe kwe juma anase o ye juma bi anew jadinibia. No ososo bendu mkwe kudru Nesu edusa heba mesha nene kapsosu diye Eye eduma efu adamfo Eye e, wamo edidra adamfo Esanse wunoma enkaw Nesu so eye juma ewo umwejemu Eye juma pepepe maokokono Asibe tukra Ubiwa wanisu ye wisi wisi Ubiwa oke nkanya adia unhuni ye Okanya adia jesa otre beno Anasa wode kwechiri Mesa ukoko nedi wunya Bomode so benye edusa heba kapsos Enene mesha Namba na mamefa namba nemao Bebi ya uobi ya Freyen, emre dudua koko na trawo swache. Ebe chse wa dundon sene obe no munu abe timi ambuwa wetu asye di amawam. Namba no eye 05 00 110 Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.